0: So, JR, a group of Republican state lawmakers flew to Arizona over the weekend to observe the recount of two million ballots that is taking place in the Phoenix area. Democratic President Joe Biden narrowly defeated former Republican President Donald Trump in Arizona in November, and some have questioned the results, so a public review is underway. State Representative Janelle Branchin, who chairs the Assembly Elections Committee, spearheaded the trip to Arizona. And it happens after Assembly Speaker Robin Voss hired some former police officers to conduct an audit of Wisconsin's 2020 election and submit findings this fall. branchon's committee will oversee that audit. So what do you think the Wisconsin lawmakers expect to learn by observing the recount in Arizona?
1: Uh, to be honest, we're not sure because they really haven't t- uh, said much publicly about what they're doing or, or why. Um, we hope to find out more in the coming days, but What is clear is that the legislature has been moving forward with a number of election-related bills that they're trying to get knocked out, Republicans are, uh, before the end of the month for two reasons. One, uh, they're not supposed to be on the floor in July uh, and won't come back back into the fall. And two, they have uh, the, the Republican State Convention at the end of June in the Wisconsin Dells, and there's definitely a push by Republicans to get some of these election bills done so they can tell the Republican base, hey, we know you have concerns about what happened in November and how things were run. We're listening and we're trying to do something about it.
0: Well, do you think this signals that Janelle Branchin wants Wisconsin's audit to be conducted in a fashion similar to Arizona's? Uh,
1: really don't know because they're not say, they haven't said anything publicly about the trip since you get back, as far as I know. Um, we have the audit that's being done by the Legislative Audit Bureau, which is a nonpartisan armed legislature. I'm not sure what that audit is going to show versus what we already know how elections were conducted. Um, it's going to be interesting to see whether that audit is something that pushes a a new round of bills this fall, because the ones they're doing right now, we all know the governor's going to veto them. He's made clear about that. Robin Voss, the assembly speaker, has said several times that he hopes the uh, the audit by the audit bureau would change the governor's mind, but I just don't see that happening. There's just there are too too dug in, too partisan, too many suspicions about what's really going on here. For Democrats to likely go along with some of what Republicans are pushing right now.
0: Also last week, the Legislative Fiscal Bureau projected that the state budget could see unprecedented revenue growth of $4.5 billion above previous estimates by mid-2023. Upon hearing the news, Democratic Governor Tony Evers called for more spending on education after Republicans gave him only one-tenth of what he had wanted in the budget. But Assembly Speaker Robin Voss indicated he wanted to spend much of the projected surplus on a tax cut. How do you think this will play out? Who's going to get their way?
1: Well, a couple of things are going on here. And one, the um, budget committee is supposed to wrap up its work sometime Thursday, maybe early Friday morning, and then send the budget to the full legislature. Uh, Since the new revenue numbers came out, I've heard of several... Proposals, options, ideas to spend the money. Uh, one is obviously tax cuts. Robin Boss, they wanted to do $4 billion of the $4.4 4 in tax cuts. I don't know that's going to happen for a couple reasons. One, um, right now the way the budget has been put together by Republicans, their version of the budget, they are short of the required investment of state tax dollars into edu- education to qualify for federal money on the last two COVID bills for K-12 schools. Uh, it was some $430 million as of last week. That price tag would go higher if they spend more in general purpose revenue, go lower if they spend less. Um, one thing Robin's talked about, Robin Voss, is trying to drive down property taxes or address that with the, uh, the new cash that we have. One way that you could do that is to put more state money into, uh, it's called categorical aid. It's, it's spread evenly among schools but leave the spending cap in place and how much you can spend per student. What that does is it would drive down the amount of property taxes that districts could raise. So you could one reduce property taxes and two reach that maintenance of effort requirement under the federal law for the federal money, um, which would also make it harder for governors to veto that budget. If you hit that mark, those discussions we're going to hear are about uh, maybe addressing income taxes. Um, Dale Kayenga is a state Senator from Brookfield Republican on the finance committee He's been pushing a bill that would collapse one of our tax brackets. That'll get some attention. There's always going to be talk among some Senate Republicans about the personal property tax, which is a tax on equipment that businesses own. Um, that'll get a, a discussion. If you eliminate that tax, there would be a, a desire to back for the lost revenue for local governments with state money. So keep an eye on that. And then you're going to see some Republicans who are going to want to talk about the structural deficit, which is essentially... When we make spending commitments as a state into future years without knowing for sure we'll have revenue growth to cover them, it creates a structural deficit. And the more money you keep in reserve, uh, the less that deficit is, you're going to definitely hear some Republicans talk about that. And basically, they've got until sometime Thursday to figure out what they want to do, Republicans. You know, Democrats are going to talk about investing more in, in the priorities that Governor Evers had, more in education, more in the University of Wisconsin system, those kinds of things. But... I'm guessing it's going to be a mix of doing money to make sure you meet that federal requirement for maintenance of effort, some kind of a combination of tax cuts, and then maybe some money kept in reserve to make sure we've got you know uh, something in the bank in case things go south after this next two-year period.
0: And finally, Governor Evers' administration secretary, Joel Brennan, revealed last week that he's not sure what Foxconn is ultimately going to manufacture at its site in Racine County. Construction has been underway since 2018 on the massive plant that was originally going to manufacture large LCD screens. Then markets changed and Foxconn said it would reduce the size of the plant and would manufacture small screens for phones at the location in Mount Pleasant. The state and Foxconn announced a new agreement in April, which would reduce the number of jobs created by the plant from 13,000 to 1,400. Were you surprised to hear that Evers administration secretary still doesn't know many details?
1: Well, I think that's part of the reason why they signed the new deal with Foxconn, so they have to worry about it anymore. It doesn't matter if Foxconn makes widgets or flat screen TVs or electric cars or servers or whatever. Now it's all about, did you create the jobs you're supposed to? If you did, you get the credits. If you didn't, you don't. Um, there's no more worry about what's being produced there. If what's being produced meets the quant- the, the contract, it, they don't have to worry about it anymore. Um, so that deal provides some certainty. Now it also lowered the bar for FOSCON to qualify for credits. But those credits are much smaller than they were before. Um, and it just provides some certainty. So yeah, I mean, it's not a surprise that the, you know, Fox, with this history, that it's not really telling people for sure what it's doing or, has a settled on something, but two, I, I don't know that the Evers administration cares that much anymore because it doesn't impact how they approach Foxconn or what the tax credits are for that company.
0: That's Wispolitics.com editor J.R. Ross. You can join us each week for our conversations, and if you haven't done so already, subscribe to Capital Notes on iTunes, NPR One, or wherever you get your podcasts.